What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. You are listening to episode 33 of the Hogline Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mitchell Manis. Jack's not on this episode today. I'm joined by Joey. What's up, Joey? What's up, guys? Uh, we're gonna we're in uh, we're gonna talk about the NBA playoffs today. Uh, we're gonna be getting into every series. Pretty much every one is decided at this point. Uh, I mean, it, teams are most for the most part up 3-0 or some like the Celtics are that series is over, but most of them are decided. Uh, probably the only one that's kind of up in the air is the Nuggets and the Spurs series, but nonetheless, we're gonna break down every one and uh, talk about the major storylines in the series. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Uh, the first series that I have written down, we're gonna be talking about the Boston Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I'm wearing my Celtics shirt right now. My Celtics have swept. Bandwagon. Uh, why am I bandwagon? <laughs> I know you're not a bandwagon. I'm kidding. But no, you yeah. are, though. You don't know me like that. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. The Celtics uh, swept the Pacers. Um, games were relatively close. Um, Low scoring, too. Yeah, especially the game one. Game one was 84-74. to 74. That's ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, the Pacers scored eight points in the third quarter in that game, so... It was a very defensive game. Uh, the Celtics pretty much won with their defense, I'd say. Um, I have oh, yeah. I have a few numbers written down. The the uh, pace the Celtics held the Pacers to 91 points per game and 40% shooting in the series. That's crazy. Yeah. So that scares me actually. That genuinely scares me. Yeah, you should be scared. I, I I've always been scared of Boston. Boston and Toronto scare me. Not not the I Bucks. Think- I mean, it's it's going to be impossible for me not to sound biased, but I said it all year that we're going to be in the finals. I said it from the beginning. I said it even when they were when we were struggling in the middle of the year. And I said it. I made the IGTV video that we're going to be playing in the finals. And not even the middle of the year. You guys were struggling at the end of the year. Like, you, like it was it was still kind of a question mark going into the playoffs. And like they just kind of got it together. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, what I like. I like how Jason Tatum uh, does, but I mean, it's only been two seasons, but he, both years, he's improved in the playoffs, like from he stepped up in the playoffs as opposed to his regular season stats. Last year, he kind of had to because of all the injuries, and even this year, I mean, he was averaging 16 a game in the regular season, and now he's averaging, I think, 19 in the first uh, this first series in the playoffs. So I mean, got that clutch gene. He's got that. He's, he's, he's only 20 or whatever. Um. What's it called? Honestly, like if you if Oladipo wasn't hurt, I think this is a way different series. I think this might this might even go seven in my opinion because like you said, they were all really really close games, and the, what they were lacking in in those like really really tight moments in the end of the game was a star player to take over. Like like there was just there was no hope for them coming into the series. Like it's it's just the truth. Yeah, it's kind of sad though. I mean, like they're still a good team without him. They've got nice pieces. Oh yeah. They play really hard. They're just like the Clippers. Yeah, even he's been hurt since the midway point in the regular season. And, I mean, they've played like 45, I think, games around them without him. And they still maintained, like, like everyone expected them to drop to, like, whatever. Like, maybe even out of the playoffs. I, I, I originally said, oh, man, I wonder if they're going to make the playoffs. I remember that's what I said. Yeah, and even for most of the year, they were... At, at that three spot in the East, but, and they, uh, it kind of came down to like the final few games of uh, them dropping down to the five. So they were pretty much in the three or four the whole year. And 
it's kind of a shame that I mean I, I like if they weren't playing the Celtics I probably would be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, but I, they've got some nice pieces, but again they they don't have a star and you need a star, multiple stars probably to oh, go yeah. for the NBA playoffs. Miles Turner had a career year though. He was playing amazing. Yeah, I mean it, I was I he really like I feel like every time that I saw he had an open every time he had an open shot like at the three line he made it like he made a lot of threes in the series. Uh, he's really like improved on his outside shot, I'd say. Uh, I really, th- I think he stepped up as well as he could after that Oladipo injury. Like he really tried his hardest to take over as like the new, the new leader of the team, and it just, you know, it was it was never going to be enough. But he he really he really tried really hard. Yeah, I do feel bad. Like you said. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the key to the series was the Celtics defense. I mean, if you 91 points and 40 percent is pretty crazy, and that game one was. The best. I mean, 74. No, what NBA team scores 74 points a game? No, yeah, I have no idea. That, that, that is nuts. Um, yeah, so Celtics look good. Uh, I have written, I mean, Marcus Smart didn't play in this series either. I know Marcus Smart's not the biggest, uh, he's not going to put up 30 point games or whatever, but he's important. He plays really good defense. And I, I, if he was there, defense could have been even better. But uh, it looks like he's not going to probably come back till. The Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference yeah. if they make it there. Um, but who knows? Maybe if this is a long series, he can come back like game six or seven. Who knows? So that's something to look out for uh, as well. It's definitely going to be a long series. Real quick, uh, the Bucks are up 15. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we can just like nail that in the coffin, like that, that yeah, series. So. That's, that's the next one we're gonna, I have written down to talk about. So we'll move on right. to that one. Uh, the one-seeded Milwaukee Bucks played the eight-seeded uh, Detroit Pistons and Milwaukee was up 3-0 going into tonight and as Joey just said they're up 15 with how much time left seven minutes left in the fourth it's yeah, yeah no, no so, way it's pretty much a done deal uh the Bucks look like they're going to sweep the Pistons and it looks like we're going to have a Milwaukee Boston second round um that's gonna be a long series probably I'm, I'm expecting it to I'm not expecting it to be easy by any means um I still think we're gonna win, but I, I agree. I think Boston does win this series. Sadly, I'm not I'm not happy to admit it, but I, I really do think yeah. Yeah. yeah it's in terms of uh, this series with Detroit, uh, they won the first three games. The Bucks won by an average margin of victory of 24 points, so they're winning these games very easily. This was the most boring series I watched throughout the, the this couple of weeks. I it was it was a struggle to watch these games, literally. Like it, like the the night died down. I mean, when we we would be watching NBA playoff games during the Detroit Milwaukee game, like it, it was horrible. I mean, I, the Bucks are just so good. I mean, like they just like I said, they won by an average of 24 points the first three games. They'll probably win this one by 15 or more. Oh yeah. Um, and Giannis didn't even didn't even play that well in Game Three, but they still won by I don't know what the score of Game Three was, but. They still won that one by a lot, and he didn't even play that great. He only had, like, 14 points. I think he sh- didn't shoot very well. He's killing it right now. He's got 36 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Wow. He's 11, 11 for 22 shooting, 2 of 6 from 3. That's yeah, nuts. And I don't think uh, – I don't know if Malcolm Brogdon played this game, but – He did not. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did not. But And he didn't even – I don't think he played the whole series, and he's one of their better defenders, better players, so – Oh, yeah. Just the rich get richer if he comes back soon. So don't even tell me the rich get richer as a Boston fan. Your yeah. depth is insane. <laughs> like it's just, it's it's un- ungodly. Like oh god, don't even. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I, Blake Griffin did not play in the first two games of this series either. So not like that would have probably been a difference. Maybe probably would have. Uh, I mean, would he would have helped obviously, but mm-hmm. that's something to note that he didn't play the first two games. Uh, I, I'm kind of uh, kind of mad. I really wanted to see um, the Pistons play the Raptors in the first round because Dwayne Casey is the coach of the Pistons, and he would have. Oh, that would yeah, that would have been interesting. Raptors. Yeah, and, and honestly, it could have happened. And all all that uh, the final seating and like the last two spots in the East was determined in like the last few games of the season. So. That would have been a, that would have been a way better matchup for Detroit, like way better. Obviously, like that's that's kind of a no brainer because the Bucks were so good. Yeah. But, yeah. Al- but also, like just like the matchup is just like Drummond, it was rendered useless this series. Like he got he got his boards, and I think he had sixteen tonight. But like he's just not he's just nothing. Yeah, he's I mean, no- such a nothing I, player. I would have just loved that that storyline of Casey returning to Toronto after they fired him. Yeah. After- Coach of the year, the weird—that's the weirdest thing. That ever. is the yeah, is that that's probably one of the weirdest thing in sports. Winning coach of the year and getting fired because <laughs> he just couldn't get it done in the playoffs. But I don't know. That's that's a debate for another time. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I I I don't know when we're gonna preview the Bucks Celtics, but I mean that's gonna be a great series. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. That's great. probably gonna be the best series in the East, to be honest, because not well, that I'm doubting. Not that I'm in your boys. No, 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 not that I'm doubting the Sixers at all. <laughs> Um, I think we're going to take care of Toronto and meet Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's also going to be a good series. But the, the Bucks about boston series last year was also just amazing. So I guess it's already hyped up. Yeah. So I'm right. to it. Very different last year. The Bucks were a seven seed in the playoffs this yeah. year. Weird to think about. So obviously, they've had a great year this year. Uh, they were the best record in the NBA, I believe. I think they had more wins in Golden State. But yeah, best team in the league this year. And Whole different year from last year. So I guess Brogdon's gonna cover Kyrie, I assume, or if he comes back, I don't know the status on his injury here, but well, they uh, would definitely put him on Kyrie over Bledsoe, right? Probably. Yeah. No, but I yeah, think so. That's also another interesting thing. How uh, Eric Bledsoe and Terry Rozier had that beef last year in the playoffs. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that, that's gonna be sweet. Oh yeah. man, T- Terry is such a. Ugh, like he's he really just oh, scary Terry man. Scary yeah, Terry. Terry. He's, yeah. He's real scary. Um, yeah, we'll move on. Next series we have is the Sixers Nets. Um, obviously we're gonna have a lot to say about this one. Oh yeah. Uh, Philly's up three one, and I mean, looks like they should win. I mean, that they're not gonna lose three in a row. No way. But uh, no, it's it's, it's over tomorrow. Two of the games in Philadelphia, if it makes it that far, but yeah, they looks like they're safe. They're up three one. Um, you should not play Embiid tomorrow. They should just. They shouldn't. There's yeah. no point. There's just absolutely no point. Give him rest. Let him let the ten nineties heal. I'm hoping the Magic can get one more win, and then we, we're gonna be set for the next round. But, yeah, that, uh, that's what I've written down. Um, I have written down that this team will go as far as Embiid. Embiid takes them, and pretty much hit how how healthy he is. That's kind yeah. of. The um, weird part is we actually play really well without him. Not say, I'm not saying it by any means that the Sixers are better off without without Embiid or anything like that. But, like, for, like, teams like Brooklyn, we can easily, and with, with three chances, not that, not that I want the series to go seven games, but with three chances without Embiid even, we're, we're totally fine. I'm yeah. so ready for this Jared Dudley stuff to be over. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's what also, obviously, I wanted to talk about that. It's kind of the elephant in the room. He is uh, an elephant in the room, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just, I think he's so annoying. 
he's I think he's the most annoying player ever just because I like Pat I don't know about you but I like Patrick Beverly I like guys like that that get in your head and they actually back it up Jared Dudley does not back anything up he went on a little bit of a scoring run in that in the most recent game he I think he hit two threes in a row or something and he started egging Ben's uh, Ben on but he's just a, he's such a non-factor in the game that he, has, <laughs> he, has, he has no right even trying to like make turmoil like Pat Beverly at least is like kind of like getting in KD's head Jared Dudley's just yeah. an idiot He's just embarrassing himself. Yeah, Patrick Beverly is one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah, like he's not not an off- offensive threat, but defensively he can really take a player. Uh, and he plays bigger than his size. He's a small guy, and he plays bigger than his size. I don't. I didn't get that. I still don't get that. Why is he matched up with KD? Like I just don't understand how that how it works even. Yeah, it's it's different thing in playoff basketball. It's just the, true. The, the tough the tougher guys just you know they they get true. out there. True. Um, but. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Jared Dudley got ejected in the third quarter of game four. Uh, pretty wild stuff. Stupid. Yeah, that's bound to happen at least once in the playoffs. Some big fight's going to break out, and there it was. We had yeah, a- but there's got to be some accountability on that for the refs. The refs lost complete control of that game. Like, before that play, Jared Dudley was throwing his head into Embiid and stuff after the play, and nothing was being called. It, it was just it was a ridiculous game the entire time and they had no control over it and then that's what happens. Jared's like gonna, gonna go crazy and get people ejected. And honestly, it was really smart. It was that was their game plan going in. They got Jimmy Butler out. Thank God we still had enough to win. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I was really worried about that. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point. If you're um, if you're just like I, I guess that's kind of the angle that Dudley's going for. If you're not really a factor in the game, might as well try to egg on one of their better players and try to get them either rattled or get them to do something crazy, like throw a punch or something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like, I, I wanted to throw Mike Scott in there, and I wanted to throw a punch at D'Lo, D-Lo get them both ejected. Why not? Apparently that's allowed in the NBA. And Mike like, Scott is a scary-looking guy. Yo, oh, my God, like the emoji tattoos? It's, it's horrifying. Like, who, yeah. who, would, who would decide to do that? Like, oh. I don't know. I just – I wouldn't want to see Mike Scott in a, in a dark alleyway. Well, I mean, James Johnson's still obviously the scariest guy in the NBA, right? This guy, he's got to be. Yeah, he, I know. I'm just UFC, saying. UFC fighter. Yeah. Um, uh, Brooklyn, in terms of them, I uh, I really like them. I think they, they've got really young pieces, uh, and they're a nice team as well. But I, obviously, they're, they kind of need us. They need some... They need a free agent too. I was gonna say, do, do they have the? Um, are they gonna be big like buyers this offseason? Like, do we know? Because like, I, I assume they're trying to get another superstar to come there. God, I've got who who goes to Brooklyn? I don't know, but honestly, I mean, but like, why wouldn't you rather if you're a free agent? I I, do, I don't know the financial situation of Brooklyn, but would you rather play for the Knicks or the Nets? Uh, I mean, the Knicks have Zion Williamson coming there most likely. And like, I mean, like, don't be wrong. I actually shouldn't base it just off that. But also, the Knicks can afford a lot more. I don't even know. Like you said, I don't know what the net situation is financially. But I'm pretty confident the Knicks have more cap space as it is. So like they can, they can sign two superstars, the Knicks. So, like... Yeah, I mean, aside of... Bigger just, market, too. People always aside, love yeah, the whole, The whole, like, the name brand, like, oh, it's the Knicks, right? But, like, the Nets have a nice team. And they've got a nice young core. And I don't know. I wouldn't rule them out if I was a big-name free agent. Um, when's, the, when's the last time that the Knicks meant anything? Like really meant anything, like actual contenders, not Carmelo. Like, not, like not, don't get me wrong. Like that was a good era, but like that they were never contenders, truly. 
I don't know how they were in the '90s, but I mean, I mean, if I like, do we go all the way back to Patrick Ewing? Like, do we really, really have to do that? I don't know. So how much better are the Knicks and the Nets? Like, let's be honest. Like, I'm, I don't like even like as like a market. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's still it, 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 it's, it's a tough question. It's still New York. True. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean they're a nice team and all, but the Sixers are just more talented, and talent always prevails in the NBA. It's literally the same exact series as last year with Miami. You know, like they've been trying to get in our head, and they don't have enough talent, and it's just it's just going to be an annoying series that we're going to win. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I I think it all and that, the the second round of the East is like where it really begins. It's going to be awesome. There's four there's four contenders. Four teams that have a realistic chance, somewhat of a realistic chance, you know. Yeah, and no surprises. This is what everybody's been talking about all year. There's only four guys in the East that really can do anything. Like literally said in the beginning of the year, we didn't know how it was going to shape out with like seating and stuff. But yeah. um, it's literally exactly what I predicted, and now it's now it's game time. It's I'm gonna excited. Be, it's going to be the best year of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Oh, and yeah, what nine years? Is that, is that how long LeBron's been here? I uh, no more. It's important. This yeah, is like 15th year. I know, but I mean, like nine years straight in the in the what's it called? Oh, oh the finals. Yeah, 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 you're right. I think it's nine or eight or something like that. I I forget. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Did you see that? Um, just building off that, that viewership is down 30 percent for the NBA playoffs. Uh, yeah, it, I, I didn't it, know, I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, it's and it's completely affiliated with LeBron. Like like it has to be. Like it's just like people just aren't watching, which is crazy. Yeah, I I. We have. I just want to go on a quick tangent too about LeBron. I think he's uh, he's going insane. Oh, I think he's going. Yeah, I, I can't say that word. I'm gonna say, but yeah, he's going. He's going crazy. He's going act like just like he's just trying to like convince himself that he's okay, and he just isn't. Yeah. <laughs> like he's putting pictures on Instagram and like Twitter and stuff. It's deny. It's just straight up denial. It is straight up denial. You're right. It's so, sad. LeBron, you gotta just accept the fact that you're not in the playoffs and it's stop. It's completely stop. his fault. Stop trying to make good of the situation. You didn't make the playoffs. It's not good. No, yeah, Stop. you should be mad. He should to make be it mad. Like it's a good thing. Uh, he should be mad, and uh, he should want to. I'm sure he is deep down that he didn't make the playoffs, but it's his stupid fault. I don't know. He's, he's, act, he's acting weird, and honestly, I don't. I don't. He'll probably pull something off, and try, and someone will probably sign there, which I hate. But like, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would want to play there. I, I don't I, like who like what Clay's going there. You, you think? I mean, we can't we can't talk about we can't go on a tangent like this. But like like yeah, like you said, I don't know who's going there. Maybe Kyrie. <laughs> Apparently, reunion. I hope not. I hope not either. God. Uh, uh yeah. Let's move on. We can talk about that for a while. Yeah, we could. Uh, the Raptors uh Pistons series. Um, wait, not Raptors Pistons. Jeez, I wrote Raptors Pistons down. That's because that's what I hoped to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Raptors magic, excuse me. Uh, the Raptors are up 3-1 after going down 0-1 in the first game they lost. Um, they've won three straight. They're looking good. Kawhi Leonard's looking great. He's averaging 28 points and six boards in the playoffs, shooting 53%. Hyper-efficient, doesn't turn the ball over. Kawhi's looking good, and uh, I don't know. It's get. I, I, I picked oh the Raptors God. to go Real quick. To, sorry, go ahead. Um, the, 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 the Bucks are popping off right now. Giannis has 41. Like, he's just going off. Yeah, he's this got... Crazy. Sorry, they should, I didn't mean to cut they you off. They should just put him on the bench. They, they really should. I don't know what kind of statement they're trying to make against the freaking Pistons. <laughs> but, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Um, No, I picked the I picked the Raptors to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Um, just because the last time we saw Kawhi play... In the playoffs was when he he they were up against the Warriors two years ago, 
And I kind of got like a feeling that he could like that. That was the last time he almost beat the Warriors. I mean, I'm saying he almost beat the Warriors by himself because that was only that one game. But they were up by so much in that first game of the Western Conference Finals two years ago or whatever it was. Um, But I don't know. I just think Kawhi is really good. And I feel like people forgot about it because he wasn't there last year. No, yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, Kyle Lowry's going to step up a lot more than he has lately for them to be able to like contend with the Sixers. I really think that we obviously have more talent than them, which is I'm not saying much because like there's just there's such a fundamental good fundamentally good team. Like Siakam is going off recently too, but yeah, um, I don't a- think I, I don't think Marcus is a good enough answer for Embiid at all. I, I I think that that's a huge advantage for us. Yeah, um, that's what I have. I. Kyle Lowry, kind of a rough playoffs for him as it usually oh, yeah. is. He usually kind of struggles in the playoffs. I'm so glad they got zero points to take the heat off Ben for that one point game. Finally, someone <laughs> someone took the heat off. Yeah, that's bad. That's um, really he, he, he had a good game technically. I mean, other than points, obviously, he can't have a good game with zero points. But he had like eight assists, seven boards, I think, like three steals or two steals. Yeah, so, and it's so like they obviously recovered from the game one loss, so mm-hmm. it all worked out in the end, and they're gonna win this one most likely still a crazy uh, series magic are really putting up that like a good effort yeah it's it, it is weird to see them in the playoffs they haven't been it's really weird uh, vucevic oh my god vucevic is a non-factor he disappeared yeah he had, su- he had such a good uh regular season though making yeah all- it's a shame no we uh i've always been a vucevic fan i it was back in like i don't know like years ago I would like just get I would turn on alerts for magic games just so I could check that line because he was just such a good rebounder and I was just like obsessed with him. But I think you're the only person in America who has alerts on for Mad the Magic games. That was a long time ago. (laughs) That's unbelievable. Yeah, he really is struggling in the playoffs. I mean, I I just pulled up his numbers in the postseason. Twelve twelve a game, eight boards, and only shooting thirty seven percent, which is really bad for a center because centers take high percentage shots. Is uh is um would you consider Aaron Gordon, obviously he's not a superstar or anything like that, would you consider him even a star? I'm trying, he's playing pretty well. I don't know if you're, I'm trying to look at the stats right now. But In the, um, in the playoffs, he's averaging 16 and 7. Like, that's not terrible. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's, he's kind of been lackluster too, actually. Very nice player, but yeah, call him what you want, the star. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Another thing I have written down about the series, do you think that Siakam is a lock for most improved player of the year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, who's who's second behind him? Like, I know Derek Rose was a conversation for a little bit, which is not the case anymore. Russell could be maybe win it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Um, honestly, yeah, I didn't even know who Siakam was before this year. And yeah, no, neither He's like, if you're an NBA fan, you know who he is, obviously, so... He's the only person other than Chris Bosh from like in Toronto Raptors history to uh, have 30 plus points and 10 plus rebounds, no 15 plus rebounds or something like that in the playoff game. So like, I mean, yeah. like don't be wrong, that, 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 that's a very stretched out stat, but it still says something. Yeah, I don't know what game that was, but he had 30 and like you said, I think he had 15 and he had no turnovers. So that was, yeah. I think it was either game two or three. I can't remember, but his three point shooting, his three point shooting is has gotten so good. Yeah, he just he really took off this year and. He turned himself into someone that not many people knew until to, uh, you know, in the discussion for most improved player of the year, probably the favorite. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the Eastern Conference. We're going to move over to the West. Um, 
first series we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the Rockets Jazz. Oof. Uh, rough series for Utah. They're Very down. rough. Could get swept. Game's just about to start. I think it may have just started. Uh, they played tonight. So, yeah, Harden is killing it. He's averaging almost a triple-double. He's averaging 29 points, 8 boards, and 10 assists, and he's shooting 40% from 3. Despite that terrible game. Despite shooting, uh, he's starting 0 for 15 in game three. He's still shooting 40% from three and 42, 43% from the field. That just speaks to how good he is. He can have a zero point through like three quarters of zero points, not zero points, but zero scoring. And he can still be averaging all those numbers that you just said. Like, that's absolutely absurd. Like, people are kind of locking him out of the MVP, like, conversation. And I know playoffs don't matter for MVP. But I think he's really kind of showing that, like, he sh- it should not be a lock for Giannis. Not yet. I don't think he should win. I think Harden should win it. I've been saying you, that. You really do? Wow. I think Harden should win it. I said it in the beginning of the year that he was going to repeat. He was my preseason MVP prediction, and I stuck with him the whole year. Because I think if he doesn't win, I think that, w- that would probably have to be the person who had the highest points per game and didn't win MVP. I think he – isn't he ever didn't he average 35 in the regular season? I, I think so. I, I, at one point, it was at 35. Like, whoever- I don't. I mean, I don't remember the stats off the top top of my head, but I think it was like he averaged thirty five, six, and seven. Like, who do, who have who has that stat line and doesn't win MVP? No, yeah, I, I never saw this coming. I like at the beginning of the season, like I did not think he was going to repeat. I thought it was one of those years that it's just like, ah, uh, like what's it called? A guy that kind of like changed the game a little bit, like not changed the game, but um. Anyway, sorry. He's thir- Oh my god, he's averaging thirty six point one in the regular season. Yeah, and last like, that's year, absurd. His numbers are better than last year when he won MVP, he could have won MVP two years ago when Westbrook won. When Westbrook won MVP, he was averaging 29 points, 11 assists, and 8 rebounds, and 44%. When he won MVP last year, 30 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. This year, 36, 7, and 6.6. So Yeah, look at that right now. That's crazy. Better year than his MVP season. Um, And I don't know. I just think that... It was his to lose, and I, I think he should still be it. But 88 from the free throw line, too. Don't sleep on that. And that, that stretch when Capella and Paul were hurt, too. Like he was doing it by himself. He, 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 he put the team on his shoulders. He really, really did. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. So That was, yeah, that was the most, yeah, that's, that was nuts. That's my case for Harden for MVP. I still think he should be it, but. Um, well, how about defense? I mean, don't he's not playing bad defense, but, like, Giannis is playing both ends of the floor like, like no other. So, I don't know. I, it'll be actually, for once, an interesting NBA awards show. I, I really don't know where a lot of these awards are going to go. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, anyway, back to the series. It's all mm-hmm. well and good that they're beating up on the Jazz, but the real question, in my opinion, is that do you think they have any chance against the Warriors in the next round? Houston, because I, I mean, they're healthy now. They're, they're playing really well now. And like last year, they almost beat them, and they didn't have Chris Paul in the last game or two of the series, I don't think. So now they're healthy. They're playing well. I think now is as good a chance as ever to beat the Warriors if they're going. I mean, they almost beat them last year. So I don't, I don't know. What, what's different between this year and last year? Uh, nothing, actually. Like, literally nothing, because now Cousins is hurt. So it literally is the same exact team as last year. I mean, a couple of different role players, I guess. No JaVale McGee, sadly. Um, but now they have a healthy Chris Paul. And yeah. Capella is having a better year this year than last year. So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a great series once again. I feel like people are 
like counting them out more this year than they did last year. But I just don't see what has changed. Because just just because we saw them crumble, that's our last memory of the Warriors against the Rockets is the the Rockets falling apart, missing what? How many threes they miss? Was that stat a crazy stat? Oh yeah, that was bad. It was like over thirty one or something. I swear to God, it was something like crazy like that. But that that may be an exaggeration. But um, no, yeah. As long as they don't have meltdowns like that, and as long as God forbid, if Chris Paul gets hurt, I'm literally not watching the rest of the series because that that would just annoy me so much. Yeah, it's not even it's not even the fact that I'm rooting against the Warriors. I mean, I am obviously because everybody is, but like I'm not like even rooting against them. It's just the fact that they they would be so lucky so many times. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. He always has. He's got problems with his health in the past, so it you you want to see every squad at uh, full strength. Yeah, I agree. So except for the Warriors, I don't know. I I just I'm not saying that the Rockets are gonna win because I don't think they will, but I just don't. I I just feel like there's a narrative that like. It's still the Warriors automatically every time. Where I don't know, I feel like not much has changed, and I don't. I just didn't get it. So I mean, like the Warriors are playing very, very well. The Clippers had no chance. We'll get there, obviously, but um, like even now Clay's even showing up. So yeah, you're right though. Like we'll, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll talk about that later, though. And uh, Jazz, um, what are they got? What are, what are they? Gonna, what are they gonna do to get over the hump? Um, like a team I, think there's, I think they're screwed. They're screwed. Like, why would you next, screwed? In the next couple of years, I think Donovan, hot, hot take right here, Donovan Mitchell peaked last year, in my opinion. I feel like yeah. Okay. yeah, he peaked in his rookie year. I know, I know. But I feel, I really feel like he's not – I mean, Kyle Korver really did vouch for me the other day, and that, and that really – that meant a lot to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, not, like just because, like, Korver such a professional. I don't know if you heard his speech about Donovan Mitchell I, yeah, after I, the game. I did. Yeah. And, and, and like I really like I really like that, but uh, I really do think Donovan Mitchell peaked, and I I don't think I don't see him leading a team to an, a championship. I really just don't. Yeah, I don't know how you even feel. I uh, like you said about Corver's little his little speech there. I mean, it does mean a lot because he's been around the league, older guy, he's seen a lot of players play with LeBron. With AI play with AI. Yeah. And he's he, talking and he's and he's talking up Donovan Mitchell. Like what? Yeah. God. So this is obviously a guy that's seen a lot of. Very special, talented players, um, players that are going to the Hall of Fame. So he's seen a lot, and for him to say that he's one of those special guys, you know, he, he he's a very credible, you know, source in that regard. But I don't know. I just think they're not with the roster they have. I feel like they're not going to be. They're never going to be good. They're going to be a good team every year. They're like they're a playoff team year in and year out. Yeah, I agree. And they're, they're maybe even good enough to win a series, but I, I just as long as long as Gobert's there, they'll they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. He provides they, enough defense alone. I mean, eventually the Warriors are going to have to dismember them. Their mm-hmm. the team. It's not going to last forever. And with Mitchell being so young, things could change in whatever three or four years. True. But I as of now. They, they, they're just not – it's not possible for them to expect to make the finals. I just can't – yeah, I can't imagine the Jazz, like, especially with this lineup with, like, guys like – I love Joe Ingles at death. Like, he's one of my favorite players in the NBA. He's just he's just the best. But um, I don't know, like, is he really – like, there's not enough talent on that roster. Like, I mean, after Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, I guess it goes to, like, who's the next talented player? I mean, not, uh, I, I guess Derek Favors, maybe? Is he the most talented player? Am I forgetting someone? I don't think so. Uh, like that, that's not good. That, that that right there should scare any franchise. No, like I said, like they're they're a solid team, and they're gonna be good every year. 
mm-hmm. but it's not going to be great. I'm not going to be an elite team. So isn't isn't that the worst place you can be in in any sports? In like in any like sports league, like professional league, like, like right in the, right like, in the middle. Yeah, good but not great. Yeah, like like I mean like I always think about like the Andre Iguodala Sixers with Drew Holiday and Evan Turner and stuff. Like we That's were a- literally so stuck in the middle. What's like an NFL team? Do you think that could be like? Um, an NFL team that's stuck in the middle. Uh, Houston not Texans. Even, not, even, not even like the middle, but like a team that's good that will probably make the playoffs most years, but just never. Never not enough. Championship. I mean, Dallas has kind of proven that they've been like that lately, um, with this Zeke, Dak Prescott, um, yeah, duo, like I, in the past I, couple of years. For some reason, the first team that came to mind was the Chargers. Yeah, well, that's just well. I feel like that's just Philip Rivers being a Hall of Fame quarterback with, and he's never he's never had talent around him until this year, right? I mean, like, I, like, I have no right to talk about the NFL, by the way, but I feel like that's more of a, a a victim of the circumstance of just being with Brady and Manning for the majority of his career in this country. True. Yeah, no, well, you're right. Yeah, I feel like if he was in a different era, maybe he had a chance. He would have a chance, but yeah, I, maybe the Chargers aren't the best example of that, but just a team. I think they're, that, ooh, I think they're like an up-and-coming mediocre team of the Ravens. I think uh, Lamar Jackson, is that his name? God, I'm really bad with NFL. Oh, I think he's going to keep yeah. them. Yeah, he's, he's going to keep them in mediocrity for a long time. Long, long time. Yeah, so it's, it's just interesting to, I don't know. If you're a team like that, what do you do? You know? Oh, uh, you, you do. The Sixers did. You, you tank. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it's not good for sports. You can say whatever you want to say. And leagues are like the NBA, especially, is trying to fix it, but you just got to blow it all up at that point. I, I'm not saying the Jazz are there yet. Um, I, I think Donovan Mitchell, like you said, you got to give him at least four or five more years to like develop as, as a superstar. But um, as it is right now, yeah, not not nearly enough. Yeah, sorry, we're we're, get, we're getting off topic here, but I do want to say one uh, one other thing. Uh, it it kind of has to do with tanking. I think it's dumb how. The top, the bottom three teams yeah. have an equal chance for one. That is yeah. so dumb. Yeah, that's really stupid. I, it's going to be, I cannot wait for the lottery. It, it makes the lottery way more interesting, though. Like, it, it, does, it, it does, but like, if you're the worst team in the league, you deserve to have the best chance. I, I'm for like lotteries, like they're cool and stuff, but they, they shouldn't be equal. Like, you're, you're, you're a big fan of the NFL, yeah. With the I mean, not the NFL. Like the, I, I, I get why there is a lottery, but it should not be equal. It should it, there was nothing wrong with the way it is, you know. What do you mean? So are, are you saying wait, who like, who's the worst team? I, I haven't even looked at. It. Is Cleveland the worst team? Like statistically, Knicks. The, Knicks. the Knicks are the all right. Yeah. So like the Knicks deserve the best chance, and now it's equal between the Suns, the Cavs, and the Knicks. They both have. They all have, I think, a fourteen percent chance. I'd be shocked if the NBA let Zion go to the Phoenix Suns or even the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, I'd be shocked. I, I have. I think he's going to the Cavs. You think he's going to the Cavs? Wow. I think because the Cavs. I think the they they won it. They won the. They won it that one. I think three out of four years they won, and I think two of those times they like weren't even close to having the best odds. Yeah. So I, I think there's a conspiracy theories with the Cavs and the NBA draft lottery. So I think Zion's going to the Cavs. Wow. Wow. Bold. Yeah, I haven't heard that yet. But anyway, I just think that's dumb. How I I think if like I said, you want to prevent tanking, so you have a lottery system, but it should be what however it was before this change. Like the first should be I don't remember what it was, but it was ridiculous. I think it was twenty four percent was the first chance. Like it was something like that. It was in the twenties for sure. I think there was nothing wrong with that. Like it shouldn't be equal between the last three teams. Yeah, no, and like it it was always a lock. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah, so 
anyway, we'll get back on track here. Yep. Uh, the next series we're going to talk about, probably the most competitive one. It is the most competitive one. It's the Nuggets and the Spurs. It's uh, tied at 2-2, and I uh, probably could go 7. I mean, with the way things are going, I don't know if one of these teams is going to win back-to-back games. They've, uh, I think they went back and forth, back and forth in the first mm-hmm. four. Um, it's a pretty great series. The, the Nuggets are just – they're more talented, but they're just young and – Pop ex- Pop's experience is, uh, you know, really helping out the Spurs here. I think if this if this series goes seven, whatever team comes out of it is just screwed. They're they're gonna be so like they're gonna be so uh, tired. And they're, who are they playing? They're playing Warriors, right? No. Uh, oh wait, no. They, Portland. Por- OKC. Oh, Portland. OKC plays Warriors. Who are they? Oh, they play Rock. Wait, no. Wait, Rockets play Warriors. Yes, Red's gonna be Rockets Warriors. So then Portland. Oh, they, then okay. My bad. I'm an idiot. Portland. OKC. Um. So they're probably facing off against Portland. Yeah, I think I, not neither of these teams can beat Portland. Portland's having a great year. So I, I, at that point, it wouldn't matter to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, shout out to Jack. On oh if you don't if you don't remember, I, I, I think it was you. I know you weren't there. It was me, Kieran, and Jack on the NBA. Our, our <laughs> way back to October when it was our NBA preview episode like of the season. Mm-hmm. Jack had the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals. Oh yeah, and no, didn't he have? He had like a three seed, right? Didn't he have like a high seed? I don't know what seed he had him, but he had him in the Western Conference Finals. I think taking the Warriors to six or seven games, and Kieran and I, uh, just were very, we were just so shocked, and we just laughed at him, and we made fun of him, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that they're like this series could obviously go either way. But it's just interesting to think about how there is a roadmap for them to make the Western Conference Final. Like, it's definitely not out of the question. Not at all. I, I really do think, um, what's it called? I, I don't know why I laughed at them. I'm, I, I really, like, that. in the beginning of the year, I mean, even when uh, after that trade with Kawhi and stuff, um, I feel like the Spurs are still a very talented team. LaMarcus Aldridge, Derek, Derek White. That's all. Like, I, I, I always confuse Derek White, Patty Mills, and there's one more. I always, uh, DeJounte Murray. I don't know why. I, I just I mix those three players up all the time, but they're all very solid players. And like you said, Popovich is just not a loser. He just doesn't. He refuses to lose. I so guess. Like the, and I was a good team. I was definitely like, for anyone who was saying the Spurs wouldn't make the playoffs, like, like Pop doesn't miss the playoffs. He's making the playoffs. He, he could have me, you, uh, Kevin, <laughs> there making the playoffs. But I don't I, know about that. I just, I just thought. Taking the Warriors to seven games in the Western Conference Finals was just ridiculous to say. Yeah, no. So, like, I, I, that's why, like, I was just so. But like, honestly, like, they could make it there. Like, if they beat them, like, Portland is a beatable team. Like, I, oh, I don't. Yeah, sure. So it's not out of the question, and I just that would be crazy if he was right because I just didn't see any possible way that was going to happen. I'm not going to lie, uh, Charles Barkley's got me on that Portland train, though. I, I really do. I'm starting to like them a lot, and CJ McCollum's really impressing me. But we'll get there. We'll get to them in a second. But yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Derek White is really yeah, he's coming off. Playoffs. He had that thirty-point game. He had that thirty-point game, and uh, he had the, he's averaging twenty-three throughout the first four games of the postseason. So uh, he's really uh, I don't know. He's making a name for himself in the playoffs. Yeah, he is. Oh my God, he is. Wow. Who? Uh, I gotta watch that series more. If you. Uh, if you had to put your money, your I, knew, I knew you were gonna ask me that. Who's winning this? <coughs> Who's winning this? Um, 
it's got to be San Antonio, right? It's just got to be. I, yeah, I, I just I, I don't think I can't imagine Denver moving on. I just can't see Jokic. I don't know. It's it's really tough. Yeah, it should be good. I, At the I, end of the day, though, I really don't think it matters. I do think Portland wins in the, in the next round, and they go on to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I said I uh, when I made my NBA playoff prediction, I had the Spurs, so I'm gonna stick with the Spurs just wow. out of consistency. Yeah, sure, good for you. Wait, wait, wait to keep your morals straight. Yeah. <laughs> Celtics going to the NBA Finals. No, um, anyway, yeah, it's gonna be good, uh, but we'll move on to the Warriors and Clippers. Uh, Golden State's up 3-1. And you know what happens when Golden State's up 3-1. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, never in a million years. I wish. LeBron, LeBron is unfortunately not playing for the Clippers. He's playing for the other LA team. So LeBron's not going to save them this time. But uh, outside of that wacky game too, Golden State's pretty much uh, handled their business in all the other games. That was just that was just a fluke game. When the, the, the Clippers, oh, yeah. That was the largest playoff comeback in nba history yeah i mean it's like you said that doesn't matter I, I love how no one even reacted to marcus cousins going down like no one no one cared i mean like it was it was news but like like yeah. no one was no one was tweeting like oh like prayers up for demarcus cousin or anything because honestly he asked for it that's karma that's karma and a half right there i i'm not wishing injury upon anyone but I, I i will i will okay cousins. all right so. i don't know I'll, I'll go there i don't care <laughs> come okay. on now he he made that that was the biggest that was more that was worse than durant that was the worst comeback move ever it, it, he's getting a ring so yeah he is and that's that's the saddest part and he probably will get a ring after all this it's horrible yeah. uh but wait willie don't, wait don't you have to play a certain amount of games in the regular season he'll get i I think he'll get it. No, he'll get it. He's on the roster. He barely played. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm who am I kidding? Uh, but it, it's bound to happen. The Warriors sometimes just have a weird night, like game two, and obviously that's pretty embarrassing that they choked away that it was a 31 point lead. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I saw the score and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people probably did that, and I did go to bed. I woke and I woke up to the craziest surprise ever. Yeah, so, but it, it doesn't matter. Golden State, like, that's just the thing. Like, if you're Steph Curry, you could have an off night, but you've got, like, there's, what are the chances that Durant, Clay, and Steph all have an off night? Like, that doesn't happen. Like, at least, at least one of them is going to be on, and that's all they need. And when they're all on, it's just they win by 30. So, I, I forgot about Clay. I, mean, I didn't forget about Clay. He was, like, he was having decent game, first game, two games or whatever, and then he just popped off for 27 points in the first half and, like, the most recent one. And, like, I I, I really – are we foolish to think that anybody's going to challenge the Warriors? Like, I, I really do feel like it's just pointless, and it's, it's so sad. Because, like – We're probably – it'll be interesting to see with this free agency if things change. Oh, thank but, God. I hope they do. I'm, it, st I'm starting to get sick of it. Assuming like they they all resign with the Warriors, I don't know if that's financially possible or not. It might be because the salary cap's a weird thing. Mm -hmm. But if they so. did, like, say if they keep the same team, how many years do you think it'll take for them to just not be good anymore? Well, the reason they are able to keep the same team is because didn't Kevin Durant take like a pretty short two-year deal with a player option involved and stuff? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. like Clay's I, Clay's now due, and Steph's yeah. on, Steph's the only one with super max. It always so, it always seems like there's ways around. Like, if, the, if the if the player wants to be there, they'll find a way. Yeah, like, exactly. 
So yeah, I know. Anyway, but, but back to my question. Like, aside from the financials, like okay. how many years from now do you think it'll say they keep the same team? How many years from now, just by age, like? How I mean, Steph, Steph's in his prime. Play? Steph's literally in his prime. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, they're all around 30. So, how many years do you think it'll take until like they're just not dominant anymore? Well, Steph's gonna be good for at least another like. God, you, you gotta think five years. He's showing no signs of like. Like, but there's a difference between five years from now and when you're. No, no, there's a difference between like being very, very good still and like efficient, but also just being dominant and like there, no one else has a chance. Like, when do you think that line happens? Um, if they resign, I, I, does it? Does it ever end? Like, I mean, it'll end at some it point. It has obviously. to end. When they, so, when, just... so wait, are we saying that they're gonna? They're all of them are gonna like Clay, KD, and Steph are all gonna be on the Warriors till they retire? Is that, is that the scenario, pretty much? That's that in this hypothetical scenario, yes. I just okay. want to know when that age, when that, what year, just do they go from just dominant, no one else has a chance, till still a very good team, but other other teams have a chance. Not until one of them leave. Well, one of them has to leave. Obviously, Steph's not leaving. But and I know that's type of like yeah, like you said, like, until until they retire, then and like like literally until one of them retires. Yeah. Um. Well, two, two of the greatest shooters of all time, and then Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players of all time. What's one uh? Hope that doesn't happen. God, please don't let it. It can't. Katie's not. Can't. <laughs> um, yeah, on the Clippers, I I think the Clippers have a bright future. Um, I, I think Boogie might go there. I, I keep thinking that. I don't know why. It just seems right, doesn't it? I, I'd never thought about it, but okay. I mean, uh, is I don't know. It just kind of seems right. Like, I feel like him and Lou Williams really mesh well together. Yeah, I don't know. I think they've got a nice blend of young players, and they've got a nice. Yeah, true. Group of veterans too, and I, I great coach. Again, yeah, great coach. They're they've got great management. Uh, Jerry West is the owner, so yeah, he's doing a great job. I mean, they're they're a very well run organization, and they've got nice young pieces. And they, I mean, Shamit Landry Shamit. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. it. <laughs> Saw a lot. I mean, I I. Uh, Watched a lot of Wichita State basketball over the last five years, so I saw him play a lot. Very good player. He's really good. And uh, Gilgis Alexander out of Kentucky, who's a freshman, went to the NBA. He's having a decent year. He he, he got yeah, I know. So they got a nice um, blend of youth and veterans. And I think I, I don't know if I'm uh, mistaken or not, but I think they have they can sign. They have room for a max. I think. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I believe you're right. And not and I'm not saying Demarcus Cousins should be that max because God, he should not be, especially if he's getting injured again. But yeah. um, if they get a superstar, they could and like if the Warriors fall apart, not fall apart. If the Warriors split up and they get a superstar this off season, yeah, Clippers can be easily be contenders. Yeah, so I I think I would be optimistic if I I don't know anyone, I I don't know anyone who's a Clippers fan. Yeah, no, neither do I. Literally. Literally no one. They, so, they should be they should be more optimistic than the Lakers. If though. there's anyone out there who's a Clippers fan, I would be optimistic. Is all I'm trying to say. If you're a Lakers fan, it's, it's time to become a Clippers fan. Like they they have a way brighter future than the, the Lakers right now, in my opinion. I don't disagree. Yeah, I can't. No one can. <laughs> all right. So our last series of this episode to close out the show, we're going to be talking about the Trailblazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Great series. Portland is up three to one. And uh, it looks like they're going to win. Uh, it is possible they could come back. It's not impossible. I, I I don't know. These comebacks are very rare in the NBA. That's why everyone mm-hmm. made such a big deal when the Warriors collapsed three one. Yep. 
but as, uh, as they should. The 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 Blazers probably will win, most likely. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so happy. Yeah. But I really feel like it's Westbrook's fault. Like I like I like, like he just couldn't step up when he had to. Like this could, it could easily be a two two series. It should be a two two series. And it would have been a way better series for that. But yeah, um, so I never knew if you uh, were were a Westbrook fan or not. So I hate Westbrook. Not, I hate not. Westbrook with passion. I think he's so cocky, so ignorant in his post-game interviews. He thinks he can do whatever he wants. And uh, he's a stat patter. He just is. He's like, come on. I don't, um, I don't necessarily, like, that doesn't bother me, like, with his stats. But I, what does bother me is him answering questions like the way he answers questions and rub it off on paul george i love paul george like and like he's ruining him he's making paul george yeah but uh, i i just don't i i it's very it's an odd thing because part of me like can kind of understand how players feel when they're asked the same question over and over again they don't want to answer questions i understand that partially Mm-hmm. But it just seems like every he gets. It seems like he gets annoyed over questions that you just shouldn't. Like, why do you have to be annoyed by that? How come every other player in the NBA is capable of answering the question with the same old boring answer, but he isn't? And it's just not like it gets part of your job. It really, it's part. Of your, it's literally part of your contract that you have to answer these questions. It's part of your job, and it's just part of being a player. And like, I just, I don't get like being so annoyed. I, I, I do get frustration. Like, there's a part of me that does, but. It's just it's every, his fault. It's his fault. But it's like every, it's also it's every single time. Like he it's every he always gets annoyed. It's not even like just like every so often, which that I could kind of get that. But like it's just literally every he just he's looking for a fight. And like, honestly, I, I kind of like that a player. I like when they're aggressive. And but like it's to a point like why are they doing this to reporters? The reporters are doing it, their job. It gets, it gets old and it's it gotten gets old. so old. That part of him has definitely gotten old to me. Um, also, just to defend that stat pattern thing, I know people are going to get annoyed at me. Um, in, that, in that one season, I guess last season, when he needed 23 rebounds in two games to average triple-double again, and he got 23 rebounds, you're telling me he wasn't looking at the stats and telling his teammates to let him get a rebound? Like, Steven Adams ran away from the ball one time so he could get a rebound. That just, and that, that sent me over the edge with him. I was just over him. So, yeah. Let me just defend that real quick. I know Jack's going to kill me. In terms of, like, this series, this playoffs, he's he's shooting 36%. He's shooting 30% from three, and he's averaging five and a half turnovers per game. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. That's God, just uh, that's just really bad. Uh, I just, in, for me personally, like if I'm playing basketball, and I'm not, I get like having a shooter's mentality, and like even if you're like oh for whatever, you got to keep shooting, but at a certain point, you got to just you, you, you got to stop shooting. You got to And you clearly, gotta, like I just said, clearly he's looking at the stats and he sees that 0 for 16 or whatever. And obviously it's an exaggeration. But like, like at some point, like, and Paul George was having a good game. He was really killing it. Like, he's, okay, he's finally got out of the little slump he was in with his injuries on his shoulder. And he, he's really, he was starting to show up and Westbrook just couldn't do it. Yeah. So it's, it's starting to make me understand KD a little bit more in his decision making. And they're not winning, which is the most important. That's the thing. most important thing. Like if they're doing this in wins, it's a, di- it's a different story than doing it in a loss. When they when they lose this series, which is by the way a big deal, like people really aren't like considering how bad that is. Um, is Stephen Adams out of there? You think his contract's up? Paul George is stuck there for another year, I'm pretty sure. And uh, Westbrook's never leaving. But I think Stephen Adams might leave. I wouldn't stay there. 
obviously we don't know what his relationship is on like a personal level with the teammates and the organization, but from an outside perspective, it seems like he likes. Does he? Like, I never saw him like buddy buddy or anything. Not, not, not that you have to be with Russell Westbrook. I feel like, like he always defends him though. I mean, so, I mean, I guess I he, like, I think he has to. to. But like if you start if you start a fight with a guy, I'm like, and I'm next to you, and I'm your friend. Sadly, I'm a part of this fight, and like that's kind of what I think that mentality he has right now. I don't know. I, that's that's very. He's a very solid player too. So it'll be interesting to see what he because if he goes to like a team that's very like on the edge of competing, he could maybe be that final piece. To yeah. The so who needs, a, who needs a center right now? People don't even think about him. Like I didn't even think about him. And oh, put him on, put him on Portland. That'd be sweet. No, but no, honestly, that's what I was just about to talk about. Like, Enos Cantor's having a really good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted was, I wanted him when they, when he got dropped. I feel like that was a very underrated midseason signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got dropped. Who, who dropped him again? Who? Where did he end up finally? New, uh, New York. New York. He was still in New York when he got dropped. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I remember he got dropped, and I was like, wow, like he's so he's talented enough to just pick him up for no reason, even if we don't need that position. Yeah. Like, so like, I I uh, I thought it was very underrated, and I feel like. Very good signing for Portland. So, um, yeah, I guess that'll be the last thing, last team we talk about. Uh, I know you said that Portland is probably you're on the Trailblazers bandwagon. So I am. I think uh, out of all the teams that are currently playing, Portland has impressed me the most by far. Yeah, the finally putting. I mean, after last year's embarrassing sweep, which was not very good. By, I think that wasn't their fault. That was just a terrible matchup for them. I guess, but like the Pelicans didn't even make the playoffs this year. Yeah, no, you're true. You're, no, you're not wrong. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I obviously, I feel like most, if not everyone, likes Damian Lillard. So I think most people oh, yeah. are happy for him to finally, uh, you know, win a playoff series. And who knows? I mean, it's looking like a very they could beat either the Nuggets or the Spurs, like we just talked about earlier. So they could make the Western Conference Finals, and that, uh, you know. That'll be a great series with him and the Warriors. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Like this kind of has been not a slow start to playoffs per se, but like we all know what's gonna happen except for that Denver, uh, what's it called, Spurs series. I'm very excited for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's uh the first round is always because like it's always you know top heavy in the NBA, and the the second round and uh the conference finals is really you know the best series. Oh yeah, I, I I mean debatable in the East if, if the Bucks and the Boston might that might be the best series honestly. No, that's why I said like the second. There's usually like three or four teams that are just like you know you know yeah. they're contenders. So that's why it's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, I agree. Yeah, so it'll be fun the rest of the playoffs. And, Real quick, uh, what player yeah. has what player has impressed you the most so far in the playoffs in this in this first round? Hmm. Put him on the spot. Yeah, a little bit, a little oh. bit. I can't, I can't, I can't tell yet. Uh, Mine's biased answer, but it's the right answer. Hmm. And that, that's, that's a big hint. Okay. I'm just kind of looking through my notes here because I didn't really have one all, uh, in mind. But I'm going to say, not that it's a shock, but, like, I feel like people aren't, and I'm not even a fan of this guy, exactly. But it. I'm going to say Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because I feel like playoff Kawhi is people just complete. forgot people forgot about him because he wasn't yeah. there last year. And I I don't like Kawhi Leonard. I don't like I don't know if I ever really shared this, but like I don't like how he handled everything. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was a very weird scenario, and he's such a quiet guy that you don't even know what's happening. Yeah, I I just I don't I don't like him. 
I, I just he rubs me the wrong way. So, but but with that being said, I just feel like people forgot about how good he was, especially in the playoffs. So that's why I feel like it's an underrated, very elite performance. He's averaging 28. Like I said before, 28 points, six and a half rebounds, 53% from the field. That's very good. Yeah. And he doesn't turn the ball over. He's very efficient with the ball. So I'm going to say Kawhi. Who's your answer? Uh, Tobias Harris. And I'm not – I feel like he has stepped up unbelievably. He – for in, in the last 20 games of the Sixers, I saw a stat. And like, I'm pretty sure he's shooting – his three-point percentage was, like, extremely low. Like, I think it was in the 20%. And – um. In, when he was in like when that happened, like recently, like in that most recent game, six for six from three, he was scoring inside with ease. Like he really was like the difference maker in the beginning of that game. He set the tone, and like he's really, really impressed me. But that's just me. That's very biased, obviously. No, I mean it's it's not. And sometimes you like biased answers are the right answers. Sometimes they are. Yeah, but if you say Kyrie, I'd punch you. So <laughs> I can't, I'm very, very hypocritical. No. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's just me. All right. So that's our episode today. Uh, it's been a good one. So, yeah, thanks for hopping on. Oh, it's been fun. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, Joey was uh, not a Last scheduled second. guest. So he, oh, yeah. it wasn't, he didn't go in with any preparation. I think he did pretty well. So I'll sit on the bench, and Mitch will call my name, and I, I stepped up. Yeah, there you get in. <laughs> um, anyway, be sure to subscribe to the Hogline Podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at the at Hogline Podcast. Excuse me. Sometimes I always mess that up. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Mitchell Manis and follow Joey on Instagram at Joey Bolton 18, right? Yeah, well, good for you. I, I didn't even know go. that. You didn't even know that? No, <laughs> I, I, I always I always forget the number until someone says it. All right. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone, and have a good night. See you.